Welcome to episode two of 365 Talks Social Media. In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing why review management is more important after COVID-19. Whilst we're still in the thick of a second lockdown here in the UK, COVID-19 will not be here forever. And a lot of agencies and companies are looking at a recovery plan from the effects of the pandemic. And so we wanted to chat through how reviews will help this stage. Before we get started, we wanted to say thank you for the support of our first episode and hope you've learned something new about community management from that episode and how it can positively affect your business. If you are, please do leave us a review. It also means so, so much. Now, moving on to reviews and their importance online, let's go through the basics of review management. In short, and as the name suggests, this is the management of reviews online. Linking closely to community management, we'll be discussing the importance of responding to all reviews and just how important reviews are for your business, regardless of your industry. We'll be discussing how to improve your net score and improve online reputation through review websites such as Trustpilot, Google, FIFO, to name but a few. That was a great intro. Thank you. Getting better now. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess from my side, I think the first area we can kind of look at is the different industries that reviews can impact. So obviously, I think when you talk about reviews, the first area and industry that comes to mind is hospitality and yeah I mean for me I think travel as well I think specifically now it's travel I don't know whether that's just because we haven't traveled in a very long time but that's for me the first thing that comes to mind but I definitely agree that hospitality reviews are so important especially when we're looking to the end of covid and these lockdowns and people can dine as they used to but there's also it's also worth remembering there are review platforms for other types of businesses like your Trustpilot reviews and your FIFO reviews, which are more for e-commerce businesses and businesses that kind of just sell product. And I think for us, we've had experience here at 365 in both in both industries. We've, we manage reviews for the hospitality industry, but we also do manage them for um, e-commerce businesses as well. And I think we've definitely seen results, similar results and performance for both industries. Yeah, I um, think that this is so specific to it as a service as opposed to your industry. So what we're going to talk about today is how you can improve the way in which you're managing your reviews, how you can improve your net score. But regardless of your industry, this is definitely going to be useful information because regardless of the clients that we've helped, implementing these different changes has improved their score and has improved footfall or sales directly linking to the reviews. And And these improvements are also measurable. So it's something that we can directly link back to the client and they can see that within a report. Honestly, the first place we have to start is why respond to your reviews? Because when we say review management, that is the kind of the cusp of it always responding to your reviews. And the way that we've always thought about it and spoken about review management is... Is, is to imagine your customer's journey. So often a customer's journey starts, can, it can actually start with reading your reviews. So if you're a restaurant, people might read your reviews before they even visit you. And I do this all the time before yeah. I buy something. I will always look at whether that's a review about the specific website or shop. I'll also look at like a million reviews of like a product too. So like reviews are part of my buying journey for yeah. literally everything. Exactly. And that's, you know, every customer journey, you need to imagine it like a circle. And that first step is usually reading reviews. And then also, if you go fast forward through that whole journey, right at the end is normally a review as well. So if you've had a good visit to a restaurant or a hotel or a good holiday, 
you're quite likely to leave a review. And also if you've had a product um, that you've ordered online, you know, we've, we've seen a massive increase in Trustpilot reviews and FIFO reviews over the last kind of 12 to 18 months. It's been huge. And all, and all businesses do know this is that you should be, as a business, you should really have that last word with your customer on their journey. So whether that's thanking them as they walk out the door of your restaurant or sending them a thank you um, email confirmation of an order. But you also, what, what businesses forget is the review side, which is mm. that last contact that person has with your business before they start that buying journey again. Yeah. And therefore, it's so important that you finish that customer journey by responding to that review. And we've seen it, I've seen it hugely in one of my clients who are a, an accommodation provider and they are a, a very large accommodation provider throughout the country. Their customers leaving a review at the end of their stay, that is the last contact that customer has with that business and brand mm. before the next time they book. So as a business, it's only right to acknowledge that review, whether it's positive or negative. Definitely, and I think a couple of years ago, the theme with reviews was that people mainly left negative ones. Yeah. People didn't really take the time to leave a positive review. But now that's really changed, and across all of our clients, we have seen, I feel like, more positivity than negativity in quite a lot of situations, because if they have like a negative inquiry or experience, they'll probably go to social as opposed to leaving it on a review unless it's unresolved. Yeah. So, so much of what we talk about in these podcasts are so interlinked, but specifically on review management, it's not just negativity left, it is positivity. And as Lucy mentioned, going back to customers every single time is just so important to leave that lasting impression. What are your views on businesses that only respond to negative reviews and not positive? That's something we see a lot. Oh, all the time. If we speak to a potential client about, you know, looking at reviews, they'll say, oh, it's fine. We respond to negative reviews and we, you know, we deal with that process. That's great. But what about those positive ones? You're going to lose that brand love that we spoke about before because if someone has taken the time to leave a positive review and then the business thanks them, they're probably going to do it again. If you're not going to show gratitude towards that, people are not going to bother as well. So if, for example... At the start of someone's journey, they've looked at different reviews for the product or a business before they visit and then see that you're going back thanking people for um, visiting or whatever it might be. They're more likely to leave that review and then have that conversation with you towards the end because it really links with that brand affinity that you spoke about in the last episode. We do see it all the time. People have a great process for negativity, but just being there to say thank you for leaving a review means so much more to a customer than you may think. And it's easier on your side because going back to a positive review, it's not then a process you start. You conclude it by saying thank you. And then what, depending on what they say, you can reference back and make it personal. Yeah. Um, going from that, I feel like it's quite important to talk about the statistics of a, rev- of a review. I love numbers and stats and evidence to prove what we're talking about. And so really interestingly, it says that 90% of shoppers read at least one online review before deciding to visit a business, which is more than people used to do. But we're going to see this grow and grow so much more. And more importantly, 94% of online shoppers reported that a negative review has convinced them to avoid visiting a business. So again, if they might see a negative review, if it's gone unresponded to, they're probably going to think, oh, like, that's really bad. However, if they see that someone's left a negative review, but then the brand has gone back with a resolution or, you know, making sure that it's dealt with, 
they're gonna see that in a more positive light. I think also, it, and this sounds a bit weird, but it, when you see businesses responding to reviews, you can almost, you actually realize it's a real business. Yeah. And where, and where I'm coming from that, from that is that if, um, if I'm choosing to buy a product from a business I haven't used before and I haven't heard of, one of the first things I do is Google like Trustpilot or FIFA yeah. to see, you know, are they a real business? Are they going to scam me? And maybe that's just me being a bit like paranoid. But I don't know. I think it's something a lot of people do. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Especially with so many new like e-commerce businesses, yeah. people want that trust. Yeah. And as soon as I jump on FIFO or Trustpilot and I see good reviews or even even if I see negativity but it's been responded to yeah. in a personal way I can see right this is a real business I'm not going to put my card number in here and like lose all my money <laughs> and that's why for me especially for e-commerce businesses and smaller new e-commerce businesses it's so important because it's it's real impression and you're not you have to remember it's similar to community management as well that when you're responding to that person's review they're not the only person that's going to see that. Yeah. It's, it's public for everyone to see. And as a brand or a business, it's so important that you represent yourself in the best way and in the best light. And I can't think of any easier way to mm. do that than, than responding to your reviews. Definitely. And I think especially with the way that this year has gone, especially for newer emerging e-commerce businesses, you need to put that time in because this could be the difference between things falling a little bit flatter after COVID and things continuing to succeed. You know, you're gonna see different lows in the business, but when we talk specifically about the importance of review management after COVID-19 and where customers are gonna want more trust in a business, if I see, for example, I'm gonna to go to a restaurant for the first time in probably like a year at that point when this is all over and I see that someone has specifically said their social distancing has been really well done or their COVID measures are implemented really well or generally it's a safe environment to dine in. If a customer hasn't dined out for over a year and read that response, that's gonna be enough to convince them to go. Like a lot of people, I have been Christmas shopping this week and so I wanted to talk about five different companies that I've bought from and how interesting their reviews are and their net score. And this is gonna lead us onto how improving your net score can be done by responding to reviews. But I thought this was just quite important and quite interesting because I have bought from these companies as a consumer, not as a social media agency. I'm talking from a consumer point of view and it might actually interest you. So I'm gonna talk quickly about five different companies I bought from. So the first one is Charlotte Tilbury. I hope none of my family members are listening to this because it might spoil their Christmas presents. And they have responded to no positive or negative reviews at all. And their Trustpilot score is 3.7 stars out of five, which shocked me really because they're a huge corporation and you'd have thought that they would have had this as part of their strategy. Um, Lush is the next one and they've again had no responses to positive or negative reviews and their overall score is 2.4 stars out of 5 which I think is the most negative platform that they have across all of their online presence and their online reputation. This is significantly lower than the sentiment of other things but that could really put someone off especially ordering online if shops are still closed. This is all from Trustpilot, by the way, but this lush Trustpilot score where they clearly outline 2.4 stars out of five is below their website on Google, which I think is just really important and another reason why responding to reviews is really important. Next up is Superdrug and they were the winners <laughs> out of all the brands I bought from. All of their reviews have been responded to, positive and negative. 
And most interestingly, their review score is 4.5 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, which is significantly higher than all of the other ones that aren't going back to reviews. Comments on positivity reinstate that a customer can reach out to them at any time for help if needed, which again is a really great way to close off the conversation. Their custom was thanked and if they mentioned a specific member of staff saying thank you so much to Susie and this branch, they were really, really helpful. They promised that that feedback would be shared with the team members involved, which is a really lovely personal touch for a positive review. Next up is Yankee Candle. They have three unclaimed Trustpilot profiles, each sitting at 2.2, 2.2 and 3.6 star ratings. No responses across any of these and there's a lot of negativity shared across these that is probably going unresolved unless they've reached out in other areas. And then the last one is Game as in the video store. They have over 15,000 reviews. Their average is 2.4 out of 5 which is crazy for that amount of reviews. No responses to any of them like the others I've mentioned. And this was specifically interesting because with the new Xbox having launched a couple of days ago, there's a huge spike in negativity and frustration from people who haven't received their order on time. Game hasn't gone back to resolve this and I feel like if someone else hasn't pre-ordered the console and is waiting to order it, that would be enough to really deter them from ordering it through that avenue. I think it's really interesting out of all those businesses you've spoken about, and um, you obviously done these kind of at random, you haven't yeah. picked them out specifically, but... Superdrug has the highest rating of 4.5 and they're the company that are responding. Yeah, absolutely. And you see this, like, if I'd have widened the pool, that was just the last five places I purchased from, which yeah. is, I thought, was the easiest way to do this. But if I'd have widened that pool out, you would see that trend more and more. So by going back to your responses on reviews, you're going to improve that net score because, again, people are more likely to leave that positive review if they've seen you've gone back to someone else previously. Yeah, and I think you made another really good point as well that about how Trustpilot is usually on the first page of results. And yeah. I think, I know this podcast is specifically about after covid but this also applies during COVID as well. And, yeah. You know, if you're an e-commerce business, you are focusing everything right now on people buying through your website. Yeah, and you could be investing money in SEO or PPC campaigns. But if you're seeing, that could be number one. But if your Trustpilot score of like 2.2 is number three result, yeah. that's going to put all of the other efforts to shame exactly. because you're not exactly. going back. It's such an important point and it's a real indication and another point, uh, another reason why responding to reviews is so important and I think one of the things that Amy and I discussed this morning um, just before we did the, the podcast is that we really feel that review management is kind of where community management was three years ago yeah. where it's something that every business knows they really should probably do but they're not doing it yeah and I really feel and I hope as well that in three years time, it's going to be where community management is, where people are responding to reviews and it's just the norm. Yeah, it's just part of their everyday yeah. process because they realise that without doing that, it's a huge detrimental effect 100%. on everything else they're and doing. It's similar to a point I made with in the community management podcast last week, that if you had a customer giving you feedback in your shop to your face, you're yeah. not going to ignore them. And it, that you know that applies to community management and review management if you're not responding. You're essentially ignoring feedback, either positive or negative, about your business. And if your customer is taking time out of their lives to leave that review, it is so important. 
reinstating the fact that responding to all reviews will increase your net score. Just an example of a client that we worked with, their review score was about 3.6 averagely before we helped to go back to reviews. And by responding to everything positive and negative and providing that easy customer journey, we then improved that to 4.4. And that's such a huge jump that will reinstate brand trust, but that also makes them look really good. And their, their trust pilot is definitely one of the most positive in terms of sentiment platforms that they have, and it's the most influential too. We actually, 365 as a business, we did a study in 2018, I believe, of, of reviews. And this was all driven from the fact that we wanted to kind of really show what return of investment you can get by responding to a review. So we took a pool of 100 casual dining locations in London. All of these locations were a similar size, they were in a similar geographical location, and they also offered the same type of biz, uh, same type of experience. So similar size, similar experience, similar location. We compared their review platforms and whether they responded to reviews or not. This data we actually had access to through a partnership with TripAdvisor that we have. So we measured their footfall against their review scores, and we actually were able to confirm that if you as a business are able to increase your TripAdvisor score by 0.5, you are likely to see an average increase of 17% in footfall. It's so huge. It's it? huge. And that's, you know, that's not, that's not increasing your rank. That's just increasing your score, for example, from 3 to 3.5. Yeah. You're going to see an average increase of 17%. Yeah. And, and obviously that only applies here to um, hospitality venues. But it's a massive indication. And we've seen it in our work that we do when we, like Amy said, the, the client that she mentioned, we've seen that by responding to their reviews, we've seen um, an increase in score. And, you know, that the study that I kind of mentioned that we, we did ourselves is a real strong indicator of how reviews have an impact on your revenue. Once you've got the footfall in there, people are then going to spend. Especially, yeah. again, when we're looking at after COVID, 17% of increase of footfall could be huge yeah. and especially when you've made no money this year or your hospitality venue has been closed that's mad and it's again something that you definitely should be doing I think the next thing and probably the last thing really we can talk about on this podcast because we've been talking for so long again um, is how to deal with negative reviews because I think especially if you're a smaller business this probably doesn't apply to bigger brands because you have a team that will do that but we've spoken to a lot of more local um, businesses especially when they're looking at covid and then after covid on how to deal with negative reviews and so i just wanted to run through a few tips for people that are looking to start but have no idea where to start so the first thing is responding promptly Again, across social media, it's just as important, but responding to reviews and acknowledging or resolving a complaint quickly is really, really important. Be real and admit your mistakes. I think that that is something that businesses shy away from sometimes. Yeah. But if someone has left a review saying that the X and Y was wrong with the venue, if, you, if it's something that was a human error, then admitting to that is absolutely fine. And I think that people respect the honesty within that. Correct inaccuracies if you can, but but that links very much like don't take this personally. I think if you're a local business that is a small team and you're the business owner, but then you're also jumping on the reviews, 
don't respond when you're angry, don't respond after a long day at work because you're gonna take that personally. Have someone else do it that can be neutral and yeah. feed that back to you. I think that that's really important. Take it offline if you can. So if there is a complaint, don't go back as angry as they are. I've seen that so many times on local businesses near us. I don't know whether that's just a testament to where I live, but taking it offline is really important. So providing a customer service email or a form that they can fill out that links directly to the customer service team is really, really important. And then also being consistent is also really important. So that links with the respond promptly, but don't respond promptly for the next week after you've listened to this podcast and not touch it for six months. Mm -hmm. There's no point doing it. You need to make sure that every week at this time of day, depending on how many reviews you get, you dedicate that time. And then as you get busier, then make sure you do that more and more often. And trust us, you will see such a positive effect in your business from that. Yeah, and I think it's similar to what we said about if you're considering starting community management as well, is record where you are before you start responding. 100%. Record your scores on all review platforms. Record all of your ranks. Respond for couple of months I would I would always suggest to give kind of a three months to for it to apply and then and then update where you are again and yeah. see what improvements you've got because I can promise um, I'm not going to promise because I'm not actually uh, <laughs> probably, I can't really say that because I don't control algorithms but I am pretty sure you will we see can improve- confidently say yeah, I, yeah we can confidently say that you will see an improvement <laughs> in various areas of your business. If we start getting one star reviews for this podcast because it said Lucy promised. <laughs> we also better respond to the reviews of our podcast. So let's pencil in time every week to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's kind of all that we wanted to speak about today. Again, we can speak more specifically about certain areas of review management if you want us to. We have an email linked in the description of this podcast, which is just podcast at 365, the number three, and then 65 spell out as words, .co.uk, and you can email that into us. Otherwise, I just wanted to summarize kind of everything we've spoken to and reasons why review management is really important. So brand reputation is heavily linked with ROI. So the more you're going back to reviews, the more that footfall is going to increase and the more revenue your business is going to make. Negative reviews will deter customers from visiting or ordering, which obviously you don't want now or after COVID. Responding to reviews will help improve net score. And as Lucy mentioned, your footfall is going to increase because of that. And then after COVID, all companies will be wanting to strengthen their brand reputation and attract more customers. Reviews is an easy way to do this whilst maintaining brand love between existing customers and resolving complaints swiftly. So many of us are going to be wanting to attract those new customers to us to help increase revenue. And this is just such a great way to do that. So I hope that you have enjoyed listening to episode two. If you have, make sure you give us a review. Nice, nice and appropriate. Um, And we will catch up with you guys next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.